0: primos and primas it is time and we're back to this favorite segment in our bars it is time for the The wheel of chingadera. yep that's right it's time for the wheel of chingadera the novella version there is so much drama in this wheel primo can't wait to see what we're going to talk about let's start it we have started a new thing going with this wheel of chingadera because we can going to talk about these topics forever We're going to set a timer. We got five minutes to talk these subjects, primo. You and me, you think we do it? Lightning round. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. All right, here we go. First spin on the wheel of Chingadera. All right, primo. This wheel is not going to start off good for us today. Uh, Those of you who don't... Haven't heard about this. The San Antonio Spurs have seemed to cut themselves in a little bit of drama. Um, okay. And I say a little bit of drama. Unfortunately. This one hits home. As you know, we've talked about our love for the Spurs. We've also talked about uh, plenty of time of how the uh, Cleveland Browns and Houston, Texas has handled their business with... Uh, that Pendejo himself, uh, Watson, excuse me, but the, uh, San Antonio Spurs last week cut a Joshua Primo. And I remember as soon as I got that notice, first thing I had to do was text you Primo and, uh, just hit you with the WTF and you knew exactly what I was talking about.
1: Yeah. I I think my response was like, what just happened? What is going, like... What, why is the world falling apart around this uh it was shocking man and we knew immediately something went down we knew something crazy happened, and for the spurs to make a move like that although i am going to call you out for questioning the spurs in this process because i do think that there's still more information to this but it was shocking that they let a guy go right like and just so folks don't know when you wave a player it means that you're basically giving up your rights to be able to have that player on your team. And you're just letting them go freely as opposed to trying to get some sort of value for them but like through a trade. So teams don't do it unless there's something seriously wrong. And in this case, we knew that, with the, that there must have been some major incident and now this information has come out. And there's so many different things. The biggest thing that I think has come out uh, recently is the fact that this... A former team psychologist is claiming that Joshua Primo exposed himself to her nine times. Nine times. Which I'm a little confused because now I'm not sure if that means like nine different moments. Right? At one point I was thinking, well, maybe she's considering like maybe he sent her like text messages that were graphic. And she's including that. Maybe
0: like What it is But
1: I don't know Where we're at with that What do you think Is happening with like Pop the front office Where do you think That they're at
0: But yeah uh, Like you said um, It seems that Primo Joshua Primo Who I don't even Want to call Primo Because it's kind of Putting a a bad name To our name In this podcast (laughs) But uh Joshua Primo Exposed himself Um Or allegedly Exposed himself To the uh team psychiatrist um when it's time allegedly this he did this before allegedly there's other women again when we, when we talk about uh watson there seems to be more women creeping up uh the thing that 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 kind of uh kind of pissed me off remote was what how he tried to control the narrative at first um saying that uh you know uh, he came out with like he's working on his mental health he's you know he before we even knew what was going down like his first tweet out was like he's gonna work on his uh, mental health or whatnot um so i don't know i i'm gonna take the the part where you say that uh you know i question this first i still question this first right first off we read yeah, of yeah, we reached for this guy last year, right? He was supposed to be predicted to be in the first round, second round pick. We reached for this guy, pick him at, with the 12th pick in the draft. Um, Supposedly, the psychiatrist uh, said that she let the uh, the organization know. What was it, January? January of this year, yes. January. I
1: mean it, it happened November.
0: Right, January of this year. Uh, so they let them know this. Um, if that is true, um, the GM needs to be fired now. The assistant GM, yeah. the president of the team, um, they all need to be gone. And also, like according to it sounds like, uh, according to uh, this doctor, um, she's saying that she's pretty sure that Pop didn't know about this situation yeah. um but i believe yeah, yeah i believe he should have known right like his, of course he he is the the face of this franchise right he is the uh, mr morality himself he's always standing up for what's right i should believe that's how he feels and so uh he should he should have known he should have known what's going on and so he needs to take some accountability
1: what? In his statement before last night's game, he pretty much was, you know, he stated that obviously he can't really share details because it's now a legal matter. Uh, an official lawsuit. Police began investigating um, today uh, in jo- into Josh Primo, uh, but what his statement essentially was saying was that people and fans need uh to think about or look at the t- the organization's uh history with issues that were very serious and how quickly they worked on it and he also also like dared to say that uh once all of the facts are are viewed upon so uh, that makes me lead to like to believe that there's more stuff that isn't out yet, and he even said that that like all this stuff does come out and it will come out. So that makes me now being concerned because one of the things that happened, which is either a cover up or some sort of disgruntled approach towards as far as this psychiatrist uh, was let go in August. So is there more to this in the sense of how she was handling the situation with Primo? And there's things that maybe they're still keeping to themselves uh, from her legal team.
0: Yeah, absolutely Like uh, I don't know Something happened And I think Of course yeah, It is And, I'm, and let me also
1: I want to be very clear I am not blaming the psychiatrist For saying that she's lying I just think that This is such a weird story Because so much stuff is coming out But I do think That there should be Obviously repercussions For what happened between the two of them because for someone to claim this who who does seem to have a strong reputation as psychiatrist something has to be done about that type of behavior.
0: yeah absolutely. Um, again, I think something did happen because I, they wouldn't have cut him I don't think if they if they believed that he was innocent um, I just think maybe Pop is talking about uh, reporting and how people found out when they found out. Or very whatnot. Okay. So, um, either way, like gentlemen, I mean, we've talked about this uh, a whole bunch of times on this show. Like, we need to do better. Like, we need to do better protecting the women in this world, right? Uh, just
1: in sports organizations where it's like a very masculine like energy or approach to a team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even that like there's are sickos out there, right? There's are sickos out there. So we need to have be better at making sure that you are in charge of an environment that is safe for women. So that when something like this does happen, that they feel comfortable uh, to notify people that, that people are going to have their backs. Like we're going to take care of them like this shouldn't happen to them. Right. And I, I thought this was an organization that would do that. I I still have a little bit of hope that this still is an organization like that, but we just need to do better. All right, here we go. Next spin on the Wheel of Chingadera. Oh, it has landed on Ime Yudoka. We've talked about Ime Yudoka. He's been on this wheel before. Now it seems like he is going to be hired as the Brooklyn Nets coach. You heard it here first that uh, we did not think that Steve Nash was going to last until the All-Star game. Um, <laughs> and, and you heard it here first on the Puro Pincha Primos podcast. Uh, he did not last. I didn't think it was going to be this early. But but he is gone. Steve Nash is gone right now. Jacques Vaughn is, is coaching that team up. It seems that Ime Udoka is taken over, will we'll soon be hired for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, everything that's going on with suspension on Boston side, Primo, what do you think about this hire? What do you think about the morality behind it, the drama behind this hiring? Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the is really interesting because it it creates this like, just finished talking about like treatment in the workplace and particularly with women. And I thought that this story, when it first came out, I thought it was gonna be like a possibly like sexual assault intimidation thing, but essentially what it was was, and I don't wanna say that this is like much simpler because it's obviously very serious and it damages lives and families, but it was a case of adultery, right? But obviously this can't be happening within the workplace of any workplace. But I think that the thing about it was that it wasn't in any way a violation of anyone's like choice right like these two adults made this choice and messed up by doing it you know I don't think this was within the workplace but it but the fact that they are from the same workplace, right? But it didn't affect the sport at all or like the way that like when a player does something, the fact that you're going to let them on in the field. So this is like a very weird area around the issue because they, they want to wrap it around like the organization and the team. But in reality, this like what in the, and isn't something that was affecting the team right but obviously it's still wrong it's you can't do that in the workplace and so this is an issue but i don't think it's the same issue the way it was being sold to us initially as it happened um and how we looked at it from like a sports lens um one thing i know that we talked about was just more like kind of the idea of like does this mean that like the celtics take this very serious and the nets don't since the nets are hiring them I don't know where you stand on that because I'm kind of torn between the two, but like, I don't know if you feel like the Celtics are doing a better job or being more serious than the Nets with regards to this in the fact that they're hiring
0: you, Doka. Um, I don't know if it's right or wrong, right? It's just, uh, individuals, uh, belief on what they're, what should be happening inside their business. Right. So, uh, it seems to me that the Boston Celtics, uh, believe inside their business um absolutely not no adultery should be happening no sexual anything should be going on um and it just seems uh to me that the Brooklyn Nets who are just full of drama uh from top to bottom inside and out uh they do they don't really care they want to win they're in this window with Kevin Durant they've put their chips all in uh and they want to win now and they need to win now because this thing is about to blow up Right, and so I I feel like an Ime Udoka signing is a last ditch effort uh, to to save this catastrophe of the Brooklyn Nets that has happened these past couple of years. Right, I think uh, the relationship that Ime Udoka has with Kevin Durant, uh, whether it be when he was assistant coach uh, with the Brooklyn Nets earlier or at the uh, at the Olympics, uh, they they've grown fond of of each other um the interesting dynamic to me is that um can they be coachable like it didn't seem to me like kevin durant kyrie irvin wanted to be coached um and they just kind of walked all over steve nash that's what i took from that i don't think udoka is yep. gonna i don't yep. think udoka is gonna let that happen uh so is kevin durant gonna be coached right is he gonna be benched he's not playing well, is he going to take that or is he going to fight back with Ime Udoka? Because I don't, I don't think e, Udoka is going to be the type of dude that uh that backs down from Kevin Durant, right? As a coach,
1: yeah. And honestly, like I don't think that the that the story is Kevin Durant. It's whether or not Udoka is going to back off when it comes to dealing with Kyrie because i think well i think you know that about me is that i think kyrie is the problem wherever he goes right um and in talking about like him as the coach i, I don't think you had an interesting prediction i don't know if you want to put that out on the, in the air but you had a very interesting prediction about kyrie in the Nets if you goes there um which i don't know if you want to say it i'm going yeah, to Yeah of course you know me
0: i'm going to put it out there right I, now i don't I, care I, I, I will put it out there right now. I believe that Kyrie Irving, when it's all said and done before this season is over, Kyrie Irving will be cut from the Brooklyn Nets. He will be cut. I think this whole fiasco, which is also on our uh, wheel of Chingadera wheel here, uh, this whole fiasco—he's just not. They're going to realize he's not worth it. He is so much drama more than they anticipated. Uh, so I think that Kyrie Irving will be cut at some point this year. Ime Udoka will be able to work with Kevin Durant one-on-one and help get this team to 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 where it needs to go. That is the bell, which was supposed to be the bell from last time, but didn't quite work out that way. But uh, here we go. Next uh, spin on this wheel of chingadera, the novella version. Well, let's add to the novella the Brooklyn Net novella. Number one topic this week has been without a doubt Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving and his whole fiasco anti Semitic uh, video that he is promoting, not promoting, whatever. Like, uh, I'm tired of this dude, primo. What are your thoughts on this whole Kyrie Irving Fiasco that we've had this week
1: Yeah I feel like very like New York and thinking about Kyrie Irving like this fucking guy Like this guy again like I can't believe the way in which uh, Like he dominates headlines and then says and blames the media for putting him in the headlines. So it's just like, just don't fuck up, right? Like don't do like things that will easily bring attention to yourself as someone who has spotlight on them. And I think Kyrie Irving in this case, like it, he to me is, it responds like a child in these situations because he essentially does something that he knows, right? Because I don't, I don't think that he is, I'm not saying that he's not intelligent or that he's dumb. I know that he knows that people are going to pay attention to these things and comment on them and bring it into the spotlight and ask his opinion try to bait him into some sort of media frenzy he's got to know that and the fact that he's still willing to say things and then not apologize right away or not clarify things right away to me feels like that's his way of like staying in the news now I know the NBA and Adam Silver kind of sat on it they didn't really give a response right away your feeling i think was that it's because he's a superstar right and i i think that that's always a great angle to look at from but do you think that the nba in those moments or let's say in this moment in particular is it that the nba is like taking too long and not reactive enough or is it that the nba was giving him time to fix this shit and he didn't
0: uh see all of the above. Right. I think that and, and that's i am I'm I'm glad you led me there because that's what what my point was gonna be. I, I don't feel like the Brooklyn Nets nor the NBA in general um were very good in reacting to this and and, and uh firmly firmly going against everything that, that Kyrie Irving said. In their in their statements, both Brooklyn and NBA first statements um they just came out and said like in general they don't uh believe in any anti-semitic talk or any anything like that any any kind of uh thought process like that they did not name Kyrie irving in any of those statements they did not name an nba player or somebody in our organization said this anything like that uh they just came out with a general statement saying that we was like yeah okay cool Why are you saying this, right? Like, I don't believe in racism. We don't believe in racism over here. Okay, cool. Why did you feel like you needed to make this statement right now? You made no quorum about it. You didn't say anything about Kyrie until almost a week later. Another thing that I found interesting was that um, Silver came out and said that he was going to talk to Kyrie, have a sit down, talk with him uh, next week. Um, Why are you waiting till next week? Um, your headquarters is right there in New York. You're literally about eight miles away from each other. Damn. Right? Got him. You're right there. Why did you have to wait till next week? Why didn't you see him that as soon as he sent that out? You, Kyrie, you need to be in my office now. Right? We need to talk about this. And for them to think like that, Kyrie would fix this on himself, and that Kyrie would, you know, apologize correctly and do all this stuff like i knew he wasn't gonna do that how did you not know that he was gonna do it? this is who Kyrie is this is who he's always been he's one of those quote-unquote independent thinkers outside the box you're not gonna tell me how i'm gonna think because i'm smarter than everybody else supposedly um no like you know who he was you should have came out and condemned Kyrie irvin uh, right away he did come out with a, a, a apology what is this like his third apology um, yeah it's like the, the like better version it's yeah. like he like uh, each one to
1: be like here they here they are Hold it, on, this one's better this one's better yeah he had like Here's a
0: pre-draft the you know how when you turn in your essays so it's cool like you have your pre-draft check and then like you have alright let me fix this up a little bit better and then your final draft finally comes out like that's what it was his final draft of the
1: miles leonard thing that i thought was like a great point that i didn't even think about went with regards to this and particularly around like uh things that are possible around like jewish hate um and the fact that like miles leonard got suspended immediately when he made that comment over uh i forgot what what platform
0: thing was on was twitch before. he was he was doing he was yeah. like playing uh kyle murray games what is it uh call of duty and he said, you know, he said an anti-Semitic uh name against the Jews, uh, right away knew he messed up, caught himself, and, and and I say again too, right away the first statement that the NBA said after Miles Leonard did that was we did not condone anything that Miles Leonard did, right? And that first statement is that we did not condone anything that Miles Leonard did or said in the thing and he will pay for it they did not say that in their first yeah. statement <laughs> they did not say that in their first initial statement uh, against uh Kyrie Irving um which is I mean it's, and, it's,
1: and your belief is that it's like Miles Leonard is trash so we are gonna get rid of this mm-hmm. dude but Kyrie we need it so let, let, yeah right, absolutely. let's give him a shot or let's stay quiet about it
0: yeah, absolutely, and absolutely.
1: Nike, um, suspended their deal, which is I thought was interesting. They permanently suspended, it, right? Yeah. Um, major, major money loss on this guy's end. I think he's a foolish, foolish
0: yeah. man. Nike, Nike. It, no, I know the, the bell just went off, but I wonder what when the Nike suspended Kyrie Irving, right? Which is weird to me because Nike's saying, "Okay, we're going to suspend him." Instead of cut our ties with him altogether, right? Like I won like there it seems to me that Nike is just waiting his time out, wait till the next thing comes up and nobody's thinking about Kyrie and then we're gonna let him back in. On that note, we'll spin this wheel one more time, primo. The wheel of chingadera Novella version. Here we go. It has landed on Kanye West. Kanye West has also been in the news, oh. been in the news this past couple of months, really. I mean, and uh, what I guess we want to talk about here on this sports show of the Puro Pinche Primos is his connection with Donna Sports. He has lost. Uh, he he had a uh, he had an agency. He had guys like Jalen Brown. He had, um, who else did he have on there? Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald was a big name. They all left him right away after all this, again, anti-Semitic stuff that that, uh, Ye has been putting out there. Um, He also had a school, a charter school. They've shut down that school because of everything that he has said. He had a, what what I want to say is like a a kind of like a, a G League version team. Donda team um, and, and they've shut that organization Down so I guess The, the question that the Will is, is trying to Ask us Primo is uh, What do you think about these Organizations that are connected With Kanye or connected with anybody In general that's that, that gets cancelled Like this and their responsibilities And how stuff affects them
1: Yeah I mean I feel really bad for You know the kids involved because the, you know, there's so many like uh, particularly you know, kind of blue chip or five star athletes that are, are coming through that school and through that kind of talent service the, the Donza academy had um they had a like morehouse college pulled the plug on a showcase in a in in atlanta um you know there's you know obviously families that have invested in th- their kids being there and, and getting exposure there so it like takes over you know he had these kids in a slam magazine cover um you know there's just there's a lot of lives affected by one person's like ignorant response and when you're the boss when you're the like you know because i'm gonna give them credit for creating all that right like to even do all that that's already amazing enough but you also got to know that then that puts you in a position to lead in a way in which you need to make sure that your actions and your words end up like supporting and still making like a good impact with regards to the lives that you're going to affect if you do something foolish you can't kind of like be uh that disrespectful in that position and so i feel bad for all those folks i think in organizations though we know this that like corporations organizations don't really care about those things they care about the money but that's the biggest thing right is he's messing with the money and that adidas money that he lost right that contract is i'm sure a lot of what supports and funds these other things that he's doing in these other projects and I think like I've never used this phrase before Nor will I after this moment But like Kanye West is fumbling the
0: bag Like you can't You can't do it Yeah I mean again like can, Here's my two Two points on this is You have to know who you're Getting into, be, into business with Right um, I don't think that Me as an adult right now if I had opportunity to put my kids into a school from f- from Ye, um, I probably would not have done that, <laughs> right? Last year... Like, not within, hanging out with you. Yeah, within the... Everything within the last <laughs> like five thousand. years, like, I probably would not put my kids in association with that. No matter, like, what the benefit is, just for, I mean... We know who Kanye was. Like, this isn't new, right? This isn't new. Um so that and then also like Kanye like you have to realize and you said like these are good things that he's done right this this, this yeah. charter school and, and this basketball league basketball team that is good things but one thing that I always had preached to my soldiers when I was in the army is uh, one one mess up will take away a thousand attaboys right you can do Absolutely. you can do a thousand things great and you do one mess up and it takes it all away you gotta start it all over. Right? And so uh and then when you mess up, that's why I was told my soldiers, when you if you were ever to mess up, and it's a big mess up, on the news, no matter what, it's gonna say US Army soldier, then your name did this, right? And so all that is connected, right? So you mess up, it's messing up for everybody. And you believe in these thoughts and you is your kids are affected your family's affected your friend anybody around you is affected anything that you're trying to do good is affected and so when when yay is putting this out he's not thinking about them he's not and then he tries to put it out on us i can't believe y'all are canceling these soldiers i mean these soldiers these students you know you guys are 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 throwing their shade on them no kanye it was you it was always you take some ownership you did this to these kids you did this to these organizations you did this because as a leader of this stuff you have to take responsibility and of course and of course adidas is going to fall out yeezy's were 40 percent of adidas income think about that that was 40 percent of adidas income coming in in sales is on yeezys and for them to say no we we just we have to let this go right we have to because of all the crap that he is spewing out of his mouth we just can't be associated with it that i mean shout out to adidas for for looking at that bag and just saying it's not worth it right it's just not worth it
1: so i i think about the amount of crazy shit those people must have heard to get to the point of like this ain't gonna stop like this dude's just
0: he's in his own world yeah he is he is and i mean again we didn't want to talk about mental health like there's a lot of stuff going on with Yee. we all realize that he's something mental with him right uh mental health wise right and he needs to be looked at he does he doesn't feel like that like he that's not what he feels that's not what he thinks um but i say again like if you really cared for these for these kids and for everybody else then you would go get some help and you would go uh get yourself looked at um but i mean stop doing business also i had
1: a really good friend who is a like tiny supporter no matter what like to the point of ignorance and they were like yeah you don't you don't think that someone should be running a company or a corporation uh if they have a mental health issue like they're trying to flip it on me and i was like oh absolutely not they should not especially if it damages the company which is like why corporate structures are the way they are right with like boards of directors is like to vote and be like whether that person is unfit or not and if you're making choices that damage the reputation of the company yourself and other people's lives no then you should not be leading those corporations and then ruining a lot of lot of profits which is the whole point of the corporation to begin with
0: yeah i agree with that i mean you can't the, i would say this if you're getting help and you're seeing somebody and uh the uh, the advice from that person is that yeah you can still can do this as long as you're doing these steps and yeah you can, you can still do this you have to do this right uh, but, again, mental health needs to be treated like physical health, right? Um, if I if I break my leg, uh, I'm not going to go and, and run a marathon. My doctor is going to tell me, no, you can't go run a marathon and you can't train for this marathon, right? So if you're going, uh, if you have a, a mental health situation going on and... Uh, The doctor says, yeah, you probably shouldn't be running this. You probably shouldn't be. You can't be in charge of things. You need to fix yourself before you're out here in charge of people. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, you need to take a step back. That is the bell, primo. We are over our time limit. That is the end of the Wheel of Chingadera. Another great episode. Uh, Just in time because game six of this World Series is about to pop off. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Astros. Get it done. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
1: Y'all make sure to like, comment, or review today's episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Puro Pinche
0: Primos. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Or Google Puro Pinche Primos for our website on Captivate FM. We are the Puro Pinche Primos. Peace.